Most of us have heard about the caste system in India, but what is it really like? How many castes are there? What is it like to grow up in the lowest caste in India, a Dalit, a slum dog? Is the caste system practiced today? If so, to what degree and how does it impact people's lives? Get ready for an eye-opening episode as Pastor M, in just a few moments, will take us on a journey to understand the caste system in India. Welcome to the 360 Serve podcast. I'm Mark Tyler, president of 360 Serve. If you're listening, it's likely you're a person who believes God has placed you on earth for a missional purpose, to make a difference in the world with the gospel that has changed your life. Especially do you feel the tug on your heart to help bring the gospel to the three billion people in our world today who've yet to even hear the name of Jesus. Once you decide, I want to be a person who helps the least reached in our world hear about Jesus, you'll run into all sorts of barriers, like the language barrier, I don't speak that language, or the travel barrier, how can I get there with all these travel restrictions, or the finance barrier, I just don't have that kind of money. 360 Serve is about a new way to do missions where we help you support indigenous church planning pastors. They live in their country, they know their language, and they're very effective in reaching their own people for Christ. We do these episodes to share with you the exciting stories of what God is doing as a result of hundreds of you who are supporting hundreds of indigenous church planning pastors, sending them into full-time gospel ministry in many of the least reached countries of our world. Thank you for your partnership. I trust it's been a blessing for you to get to know Pastor M, our movement leader from India. Let's jump into our conversation with Pastor M on the topic of the caste system. Well, it's uh, another exciting moment to be with Pastor M, our movement leader from India. We're excited about this uh, episode. Pastor M, how are you doing today? Well, Pastor Mark, I am doing really well. I wanted to thank Lord for everything. Uh, I wanted to thank 360 Sir family for your prayer and for the great support for the work of God, what God is doing in India. Yeah, thank you. Amen. Well, we're thrilled to be able to partner with that work, and we're going to describe that in detail in future episodes, but... In this episode, you know, in our last time together, we talked about Hinduism, and in this episode, we're going to discuss another kind of spiritual, cultural reality in India, and that's the caste system. And even though the caste system is not supposed to be practiced, it still is very much alive in India. And so we, want, we need to spend some time talking about this, because it's the context of uh, the experience of those that live in India. So, Pastor M, just, you know, from your experience and awareness, what what could you share with us about when did the caste system begin? Well, according to my experience and study, what I found that uh, 1500 BC, you know, the Aryan uh, from Middle East, they came to India. And, uh, uh, you know, that time, you know, this caste system started here in India. And, uh, you know, these days, caste system is, 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 is very much powerful things here because, you know, everything is based on casteism here. Uh, the mm. politics, India is known for politics. And without caste system, you know, uh, even if they are 
you know, any political parties are putting the candidate list, they are basically, you know, announcing the candidate list based on the casteism, you know, what kinds of cards are living in that area. Everything is, uh, looks like based on the casteism here. And uh, it is, it is really, really challenging. It is really, really bad here. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's infused within the culture, I know. And this Aryan race that you're talking about, the word Aryan, you know, means royal, noble. And really, they kind of invaded India, like what you're saying, 1500 BC. And they believed, you know, that they themselves were better than the indigenous Indian population living in India at that time. And this caste system uh, was invented, really, to prevent them from becoming contaminated by the darker-skinned natives, the indigenous Indians who lived, of course, in India. And so that's kind of the backdrop, like what you're saying, and with my study as well. And uh, so, you know, what is the caste system? I mean, you've kind of hinted at it. How, how would you describe it, Pastor M? You know, uh, according to the Hinduism, different you know, the thoughts, the value uh, based on birth and genetics, you know, uh, 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 you know, it is, it is very important that uh, uh, where people birth, you know, if they birth in, you know, like Brahmin priests and teachers, like they are known, uh, they are known as a high caste, you know. Mm. So uh, caste system, uh, is like really, really uh, challenging things here. You know, uh, it's it's big history behind this. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, sometime, you know, uh, when we talk about caste system, uh, because uh, the Aryan came from Middle East and they are the one that bring here. So according to our Indian uh, history, Aryan become... Uh, like Brahmin, they become like a high caste and they divided all this caste system based on uh, the skin, based on what the people were doing, uh, uh, based on their occupations. Mm. And, uh, uh, you know, uh, this is how our India is best uh, uh, on casteism. Yeah. Uh, so this Aryan you know, race, they really brought Hinduism to India when they came in. And they're, I mean, it's pretty insidious, you know, what they did. Uh, They, of course, taught that there are millions of gods, and yet there is one main god, the creator god, Brahma, right? And um, that from this god, uh, people uh, were, from this god, all of humanity was born, and um, and actually from the god Brahma, uh, people were born from different parts of the body of their god Brahma, and therefore you have different value based on what part from the body of Brahma you were born from. And uh, that, that to me is just a mind-boggling boggling thing, but it's just teaching that, that people have different forms of intrinsic value based on their birth, on genetics. And, and so this caste system divided society, like you were saying right there, based on roles and jobs. And so let, let's, you know, they create, of course, they said that they were uh, the highest caste, the Brahmins, the Aryan race. 
And uh, they, they actually stated that they were born from the head of Brahma, and, and they kind of are, even today, uh, well, let, let's talk about how many castes are there. I know this is very complex, but how many main castes are there in, uh, you know, today in India? Well, according uh, to our, you know, histories and information, I think uh, there are four main castes here, you know, and they are known as Brahmins. Okay. And if we, yeah, if we talk about Brahmins, they consider themselves as a priest, as a teacher, as a scholars, you know, sometimes they consider themselves as a god, hmm. uh, you know, uh, means all the good thing. Uh, all the holy thing, they are the one they, they perform like, like a priest. Mm. And then... Uh, so the, is, this, uh, is, this is the highest caste in India, the Brahmins. And, that's and, right. And can you, are, are you able to identify them because they have markings and the way they dress, that sort of thing, Pastor M? Or how do you know? Yeah. They, they look like, uh, most of them, they look like, uh, you know, a brown, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, they dressed themselves, uh, you know, different way. Uh, you know, most of them, percentage-wise, they wear the, the clothes like uh, orange all the time, uh, mm. most of the time. And uh, uh, self, they are showing to others that I am uh, uh, separated. I am like uh, different. I am like a god. I am like... Uh, Mm. Uh, the prophet like this. This is what uh, you know. They are considering themselves. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, so according to Hinduism, you know, these Brahmins were born from the head of Brahma, and they're the highest caste. And uh, you know, everyone kind of looks up to them. Uh, they they have a lot of privilege, that sort of thing. Okay. What what's then the next caste? The next one is uh, Kastriya. You know. Uh, Kastriya is like, uh, uh, and you can just uh, say another word, it's Chhatriya. Uh, Chhatriya is like uh, rulers and soldiers. You know, hmm. these are the one, they always fight. Uh, these are the people that they themselves uh, always like look like a soldier. Means hmm. protecting their land, protecting their country. Uh, means... Uh, so these people are like are like a soldier army, you know. These kinds of things they uh, means in in other uh, word I can say these are the people consider as like a, a other backward class, you know, the middle class. You know, this mm. is how how we uh, think here in India. Okay. Uh, and and these people they have a lot of percentage. Means only the Brahmins are. Uh, three percent and they control india they ruled india uh, if you see our cabinet uh, you can find uh, almost like 80 percent minister cabinet ministers are from uh, brahmin you know from that caste uh, system from the head from the brahmins wow. and they control whole india uh, so chhatriya is like it's like a middle class to me okay uh, yeah, they are not poor, but they do have small piece of land. They themselves, you know, they are okay. They can survive with their family, uh, and they work uh, like 
as an agriculture risk like that uh, as a soldier okay means yeah yeah means yeah. they're not poor people yeah and i think according to hinduism they are believed to have been born you know from like the neck the arms of brahman so that's right that, the second class okay then the third class uh what is that the third one is is, is basia uh you know these people uh known as like uh uh they're a little bit lower than the 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 middle class these people uh they do a small small uh, job like uh, uh you know merchants work you know traders they sell the things uh you know uh, means uh, uh it's it's like uh, you know percentage wise they are like 15% uh you know they are here in india and uh, you know means they are not so poor but they are like poor means they hmm. they work hard to feed themselves uh, okay yeah okay that yeah. helps and of course they are uh said to have been born basically out of the torso of brahma and then you've got the last caste who have said came from the legs the feet and what's the the final uh, caste? Well, the uh, the number fourth is the sudra. You know, okay. sudras are known as for labor, servant, you know, sweeper, cleaner. Uh, you know, in many way, we can even uh, claim them that they are untouchable. They okay. they live dirty. They do the dirty work. Uh, you know, and they are untouchable. And uh, I am uh, honored and privileged to let you all know that I am from this uh, caste, you know. Mm. And for example, like, you know, means if there are Brahmin or Kshatriya, they are sitting together, 20, 30 people. And if I go among them, and if, if, I, if I did not... S- share my caste that this is I am from uh, Sudra, then it is okay. When I share with them that I am from this people group, then they will shout on me. Then why you came to this group like that? It's wow. very, very terrible situation. It's still going on here. So wow. Sudra are, uh, Sudras are known as untouchable, poorest of the poor. Uh, they look dirty. They do all kinds of trust work. Uh, uh, sometimes they they just take bath uh, uh, one time in a week. Uh, to me, they looks like a slave. Uh, mm. uh, yeah, for them, wow. if they will not work today, uh, there will be no food available tomorrow for them. So it's it's really really challenging, and uh, they are thirty percent uh, all over here in India, and these people are belongs to below poverty line. Yeah. Hmm. Wow. Well, that I'm sure is uh, an eye-opener for our listeners right now. And I know that this is simplifying it because within these four categories are countless thousands of other of subcasts. And, uh, but this caste is determined at birth for anyone born in India. And like you're saying, Pastor M, you grow up learning to fear and respect those who are higher, and uh, you just, it's ingrained to despise those who are lower. And it's just hard for us to comprehend that, but this is the culture 
of India bought, brought about by Hinduism and uh, this 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 system that was you know leveled or brought upon India by the Aryans, you know, 1500 BC, like you were saying. It's pretty incredible. And so let's talk a little bit about what it's like, because uh, especially what it's like to live as a delete in this caste system, because this is really who we are seeking to reach. When we support church planners, we're ministering among the delete, the lower caste, the the delete, the other backward caste, uh, and and that is so many millions of people, like what we've been talking about. So the word delete, I mean, it it means like broken, crushed, oppressed, right? Is that what the the word means itself, Pastor M? Yeah, you can. Yeah, you can just. Yeah, consider them like a broken, crushed, oppressed. But I think I can put even more words. Like uh, uh, if you see the Dalits here in India, uh, just to me, uh, they looks like uh, you know slave. Uh, uh, they are known as untouchables. Uh, 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 for you know one thing that uh, uh, means these people that don't have hope. Uh, because Indian history talks about if you're born as a sudra, you will be sudra your whole life. No matter, even if you become rich, you will be sudra. And all these high caste people will be, will have the problem uh, when they will know your caste. So, uh, to me, the Dalits are broken, crushed, oppressed and slave, untouchables, poorest of the poor, dirty, you know, they do, do the all kinds of swear works. And it's, it's uh, man, whatever the word you can put, it's fit here, uh, uh, the bad word. And uh, uh, it, is, it is really, really challenging things, brother. And they are 30% here in India, uh, more than 30%. Yeah. So, Pastor M, when we're talking about the delites and and even the other backward castes, you know, these that are just looked down upon, how many people are we talking about in India? Well, uh, according to my knowledge, there are over 400 million uh, people are known as Dalit, as untouchable, you know, as poorest of the poor. And around 600 million, uh, they are other backward class, which is OBC. So, so these people, uh, they are not rich people, but they are little higher than the Dalits. They are little, little better than, uh, you know, uh, Dalits. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah, this is how I think. It's amazing, you know, and that is just incredible because I, I, it's hard for us in the United States a country with 333 million people to get our minds around the fact that you're looking at like a billion people that are just in generally speaking in this lower caste looked down upon poor where life is just so incredibly difficult and we're going to talk you know more about that right now but it's staggering you know as I did some research on this we're talking one out of eight people in the world 
today belong to the delete or the other backward caste. One out of eight people on planet Earth are in this kind of situation today. For I mean, think about this. For the last 3,500 years, when this began, this is the longest-running system of slavery in the history of the world. And it's happening right now in India. And what touches my heart as Pastor M is that God has saved you out of this, and he has called you to go back into it. And the ministry that we're partnering together with in India, we're going to get into that later, but it's amazing what God is doing. But this is the context, and this is the numbers of people that is just really incredible. Uh, I want us to go a little bit deeper and, you know, get more personal and just have you kind of share some stories, Pastor M, with what you've observed in your own life and experienced and and seen in others over the years. And so I'm just going to ask you some questions, you know, specifically. Um, And here's one. How uh, does being born a delete affect your sense of self-worth? Could you just share that? Well, uh, (laughs) born in Dalit, uh, you know, if you are a child, you can't understand. But if you are becoming teenager, man, uh, uh, becoming teenager in the Dalits, you are becoming oppressed. Uh, You know, you are always cursing yourself, questioning yourself, why I born into Dalit? Why Mm. I am so poor? Why I have problem for food, why I have problem for clothes, means these kinds of things are always big question uh, to the Dalit people. Mm. Wow. They're always questioning what I will eat tomorrow, like that. And uh, so it is, it is really, really tough. Uh, Do you, is there a lot of suicide, Pastor M? I'm sure there's tons of depression and like you're saying, but is there also suicide? Is that something you see in among the delete? Uh, there are not a lot of suicides in the Dalits because mm. you know uh, I can I can say that rich people are you know suiciding more than mm. the Dalits, but I can say that there is no value of their life. People mm. are sleeping. People are sleeping like roadside. The trucks are coming killed. People are sleeping on the stations. Sometimes they just fell down into the railway track. They died. Uh, so, so there is, there are no value of their life. So there are m- more people are dying in the Dalits than the rich. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, yeah. Sometimes you know. Sometimes just uh, they they kill themselves. Uh, like they will just fall down. Uh, or they will stand before the train. Uh, uh, Yeah, yeah. Uh, So these kinds of story we we found, yeah. What what about um, like the jobs that that you can hold as a delete? Um, Are are there categories, you know, that uh, you have to work within? You know, it's kind of like this caste system is so strong, you know, whatever you are, kind of you always will be kind of thing. You know, you don't go beyond the boundaries socially or economically or even does it affect the positions you can hold in as, you know, a delete in, in work? Uh, 
You know, it's a big story. Uh, uh, let me share with you. Uh, 70 years back, our constitution was written, like in 1948, and they just released in uh, 1950. So from that time uh, to till so far, uh, uh, like there is reservation. So if there is like 100 jobs, so 15 people has to be chosen from the Dalits, from the, from the untouchable. Mm. So these days, slowly, slowly, uh, all these, you know, Dalits or untouchables from the Sudra people groups are coming into the government position, coming into the good job. But what I understand, uh, you know, most of the, the, the like 99% uh, of these Dalits people, they work as labor, they work as construction worker, they have mm. to always clean the toilets, you know, uh, means they have to always cleaning the gutters, you know, cleaning the rivers, all the, all the trash work related. These yeah. Dalits are known for uh, those kinds of work. Means yeah. the dirty work, yeah, uh, like working with the skin. Like you know, if some cow or buffalo died, they are taking out the skin out. Uh, mm. So these kinds of job, all these Dalits, untouchables, they do. Yeah. Um. What about just uh, you know this idea of untouchable? And who you can touch, is that literally? I mean, Pastor, I've been with you before. I love the delete, and I'm always touching them. And I wish our listeners could go to India and travel with us at some point. And and you've shared with me before that as I've just wrapped my arms around someone uh, and just love on them, that this is the first time that that man or that woman has ever been touched by someone like you, which I, you know, I'm no one special. I'm just, I'm God's servant. But it, it just, it kind of, it blew me away just hearing that. And what what is it like, you know, I mean, being an untouchable and are there guidelines and rules that you've got to follow? For example, like I am from an untouchable background. So, so what I struggle like going to school always sitting behind of all the students uh you know if i wanted to sit in the front i can't sit because i was like you know from an untouchable background uh so this kinds of things we have faced like even in the job we always even in the society talk we are not able to stand over there uh so, so, so for one thing, for sure that we are born, if we are born into Dalits and untouchable, we will be there for all our lifetime. Uh, so it is, it is really, really difficult uh, things here, uh, mm. uh, being an untouchable. And little things like even where you can drink water, water or gather water, are there guidelines even on that? No, no. Uh, for example, like uh, if we are going to the wedding uh, and if like 
all the brahmins or chhatriyas are 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 gathered over there and if they came to know that some dalit some untouchable they came and they are eating sitting with us they will be mad there will be a huge problem over there mm-hmm. uh, because still still lot of restriction for dalits to go uh, to those kinds of uh, places it is really really challenging things yeah yeah wow. so yeah well wow. what about you know just even marriage wise uh, do you are you know can you marry outside of your caste or is that something uh, that no you you stay within your own caste i would how do you describe that yeah there is no way that you can marry uh, of course mm. some people are doing but maybe less than 0.1 mm. uh sometime you know just uh it happened but uh, uh if they even if they are married from dalits and to the brahmin they can't live in that area otherwise they will be killed uh by the society by the people so it's like barely out of 100000 marriages you can barely find maybe one uh so wow. uh, yeah it is wow. difficult no wow. way you should even not think if you are an untouchable if you should not think that you can marry with a brahmin girl or a boy wow. yeah it's tough it is tough uh, there is a life uh, fear yeah, yeah there is no there is no guarantee that how long you will live yeah hmm. why why do you think uh pastor m the the caste system just persists you know like it's so strongly ingrained still even today why why do you think that's the case you know uh this is uh of course even right now and this is going to be in the future the same because it is it is not going to be changed uh because you know all these uh, aryans were very very smart uh, you know so their population is less than 3% here in india mm. but they control india because they are land owners uh, they are uh, you know they can, they they just they are so rich and uh, this is their mindset means they never gave the value to the dalits to the untouchables so this is going to be there uh, for uh, means means lifelong means i have not seen any changes even this is becoming a stronger uh, uh, these days uh, mm. uh, yeah yeah so uh, it is difficult yeah yeah no this is so helpful uh, pastor am and and the backdrop i mean this is the context and yet we haven't really even gotten into the story and i can't wait in future episodes for us to get to start painting the picture of what god is doing in india among the dalit is just going to blow the minds of our listeners because it's so exciting uh but just as a little tease could you just share you know why is the gospel so powerful to the dalit to those in these lower castes to these some 1 billion people in india that are suffering this way from the caste system why is the gospel so powerful to them you know you know pastor mark i just wanted to let you know that 
uh, Jesus is the only one hope for Dalits, for other backward class people. Uh, Jesus is the hope for billion people. Because if you ask me, do you like your caste system? I said, I hate, mm. uh, you know, because casteism uh, is like anger thing. Casteism is always break the, the things. Means it is very, very bad. Uh, these all Aryans were very smart. They put us, uh, you know, these, these, these one billion people under this category that no one can, you know, means come out. So the Jesus is wonderful opportunity. You know, when they are hearing that we are equal, we are one, mm. uh, there is no, there is no casteism in, in, in Jesus' kingdom. Uh, you know, there is value for everyone. Mm. And that's why I've seen millions, not uh, one or two millions, couple of millions, the people become the follower of Christ because of, because of the value, because of uh, uh, the, 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 they saw the love of God, they saw the grace of God. And, um, you know, I came to Christ, uh, of course, Jesus healed my brother. So that was my eye opening. But when I deeply started to think, I saw that, wow, man, uh, I was always crushing myself. Why I born into Dalit? But now, you know, I've become uh, a follower of Christ and I see the great value of my life. Uh, and now I am very much happy. Yeah. Amen. Wow. Yeah. Well, let me ask you one more thing and we'll close this out. This has been fantastic. You know, just how can we pray? for those that are caught up in this caste system? I think, uh, you know, we need to pray that Jesus will bring the fire into their lives. Jesus will, you know, open their eyes to see. Jesus will open their hearts to know who, who is Jesus, you know. Mm. Uh, yeah, so, uh, so <laughs> that they can come out from all those uh, darkness power from all those satanic power and they can be set free from all those slavery things amen well you know and i love that pastor m every time i've asked you that question you just bring it back to jesus you know jesus is the way the truth and the life isn't he amen. you know for everything whether it's a caste system, whether it's us here, whatever you're facing right now, listening to this episode, Jesus is the way, he's the truth, he's the life for your situation. And uh, wow, just praise the Lord for this time. We so appreciate you, Pastor M, sharing your heart and giving us this insight. This helps us pray, this helps us understand uh, what's taking place among the church planning pastors we're supporting by the hundreds in India, and we're so grateful for our time together. God bless you, Pastor M. Have a wonderful rest of the day. Thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate Pastor Mark for this wonderful opportunity that you have provided to share the story what God is doing here in India. Thank you. Thank you, Pastor M, for sharing with us these insights into the caste system from the vantage point of someone who's lived within the system his entire life especially as a delete. It's hard for us to comprehend that this system has been in place for some 3,500 years, the longest running system of slavery in the history of the world. I can't help but think of Jesus' words, which he spoke in Luke 4.18. 
as he began his public ministry, Jesus said this. He said, the spirit of the Lord is on me because he anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners and recovery of sight for the blind to set the oppressed free. We will hear in future episodes how this scripture is being fulfilled all over North India today, especially among the Dalit and the other backward castes. Here's your action step of the day. Watch the caste system in India on YouTube, December 1, 2018. This 33 minute video will give you an even greater understanding into the caste system in India. Proverbs 3.13, it says this, Blessed are those who find wisdom, those who gain understanding. Thank you, 360 Sir family, for praying for and sending indigenous church planting pastors who bring hope and love and the good news of Jesus to thousands in India, regardless of their class. I love what 1 Samuel 16.7 says about our God. The Lord does not look at things people look at. People look at the outward appearance. The Lord looks at the what? The Lord looks at the heart. Thank you for listening and get ready for our next episode as Pastor M will introduce us to the physical and spiritual poverty of India. What is it like to grow up in a family or as a widow or an orphan in abject poverty? What is it like being raised in a village that only worships 333 million gods that frankly terrify you? What is it like to have never heard about Jesus or the Bible or known about a God who loves you? This is an episode you don't want to miss. Until then, may the Lord bless you.